Broadcasting live from the Roswell Infinity Studio, it's time for North Atlanta's BizLink, the greater North Fulton Chamber of Commerce linking you to business leaders. North Atlanta's BizLink is brought to you by Veritech. Veritech, great people, remarkable service. Hello, and welcome to North Atlanta's BizLink, the monthly radio show and podcast presented by the Greater North Fulton Chamber. I'm Callie Boatwright with the Greater North Fulton Chamber. Every month on this show, we link you to North Atlanta's business leaders and introduce you to some of the Chamber's top members. Our guests on today's show are our Women in Business Ginland Rising Star Award winners. We have our winner, Lindsay Petrini, who is with Wellstar North Fulton Hospital. Welcome, Lindsay. Hello. And we also have Stacy Hutto with Troy University. Welcome, Stacy. Hello. Thank you. Now, our Gin Land Rising Star Award is actually named for the late Jennifer Land, who was a dedicated Greater North Fulton young business professional whose rising star was tragically cut short. And this award is presented to women whose bright career paths follow that stellar and upward trajectory. The Gin Land Rising Star Award is actually given annually to a female who demonstrates the qualities of enthusiasm, tenacity, and a strong work ethic, and it's actively engaged in leadership roles in the workplace and in the community. Um, and I have had the opportunity to work with both of you women, and I'm very excited to have you here today. So, Lindsay and Stacy, let me first start by saying welcome and thank you very much for all you do in our communities. Um, probably the best thing to do up front here is to let you each give an introduction of yourself and your company and maybe how you got involved with the chamber here. So, Lindsay, do you want to start us off? Sure, sure. So, um, I am Lindsay Petrini, and I'm the Chief Operating Officer at uh, Wellstar North Fulton Hospital. I have been uh, fortunate to be part of the North Fulton Hospital and North Fulton community for uh, 13 years now. I've had a couple of different roles at the hospital. Uh, started out uh, 13 years ago as the physician liaison, and from there became the marketing director, the business development officer, and now serve as the Chief Operating Officer. I got involved with the um, with the chamber it feels like about 10 years ago where um, I began working uh, with the Business Expo and then working with the women in business and I've had a couple of different roles. Um, I've had the privilege to be a part of the executive uh, council for about two years now and uh, presently um, serve as treasurer. So. We're excited to, to uh, see you. You've also recently had a beautiful, beautiful little girl. Yes, absolutely. So I have a one-month-old. She uh, had her one-month checkup today. She is perfect in every way, um, not just in my eyes, but in the pediatrician's eyes, which is equally as important. So hopefully um, she will not be joining the conversation because she's over here on the other side of the room. Which is great and also yeah. speaks to the balance that we all deal with as women in, in the workplace. So I think that's an excellent testament to that. Stacy, you are here today as well. I want to welcome you. Can you do the same and just tell us a little bit about yourself and your company? Absolutely. Um, my name is Stacy Hutto, and I am the area coordinator for Troy University Atlanta. Uh, Troy University is an Alabama-based public institution, and we've been in the Atlanta area since the early 90s, uh, but we um, recently made a move up to um, Alpharetta on Old Milton Parkway, and we'll talk about that a little bit later in the show. But um, uh, my involvement in the chamber began probably about eight years ago. We really wanted to be a part of a community, and um, what better way to plug into a community than to be a part of the chamber? So uh, we really have kind of um, dove right into all of the um, membership opportunities that the chamber offers. Uh, I currently serve on... Um, the uh, 
my goodness. Um, the I think you're actually, aren't you, I know you're involved in our healthcare group. Yes, the healthcare talent, talent coalition. Right? I yes. was thinking task force. I just like, kept on wanting to say task right. force. But the talent coalition healthcare work group, and um, we've really made some awesome connections in that in that aspect. Um, in Atlanta, we serve working adult students. So our support center is a little bit non-traditional in that we don't have students that come from um, a high school setting to go to a traditional college setting. Uh, if they're wanting to do that, they'll go to the Troy Alabama campus. Um, but we service over uh, 20,000 students worldwide. And um, in the Atlanta area, we have a great fr- footprint of adult learners. And so our support center helps those students to further their education and, and um, get a leg up in their in their career. So yeah, and I know that um, both of you have involvement. Um, Stacy was actually part of a, a committee meeting yesterday. We were talking about sort of the talent pipeline for nursing and um, medical staffing Absolutely. for this area. Because, um, and Lindsay, you know this, obviously being at Wellstar, this is definitely the healthcare and technology corridor. But the other part of that is just that pipeline of talent coming in to our hospitals and our medical centers. And so y'all are kind of on, on opposite ends of that, one providing and training the healthcare, um, you know, individuals. And then, and then Lindsay obviously hiring those. So um, makes it sort of come full circle. Lindsay, I know you mentioned in your introduction that you've had several roles within Wellstar, and I know you've been there for, for a good bit of time. Um, but you've led several different initiatives during that time. You did physician recruitment, um, the cardiology initiative, and I know we just opened uh, the new cath lab as well. So maybe can you tell me about a little bit um, about how you've helped Wellstar to develop into a leading hospital here in North Fulton, and maybe what your favorite role was, which of those really was the most impactful? Well, uh, you know, one of the neat things about North Fulton is that um, it was uh, previously owned by another company, and then Wellstar acquired it uh, a little over three years ago, which is hard to believe it's been three years. So when I, when I look back on my career, I definitely think um, one of the highlights is watching how Wellstar has um, invested and, and changed um, North Fulton Hospital um, into um, into the community hospital that that we've all wanted it uh, wanted it to be. Uh, the cardiology initiative, I would say, out of um, all the things I've done, is one that I, I'm very very proud of uh, because seven years ago, um, the the previous owner tenant actually worked with Wellstar on an affiliation to help grow that program. So I started working on that arrangement with Wellstar seven years ago, and then also submitted the the paperwork that actually went to the state to allow us to do interventional cardiology and to watch that grow to be able to be part of um, the team that recruited those cardiologists um, to build that physician practice um, to build the first cath lab and then to turn around and watch it grow enough to be able to build a second cath lab um, has been a a pretty fun um, part of the job And, and and I say being the chief operating officer of a hospital is probably the most fun you could have in an eight hour day because of the amount of um, opportunity you have to invest in people and services and watch it impact the community in a positive way and I think our cardiology initiative is one that that uh, I've literally watched grow from the ground up and been a, a part of that team over over the past seven years. 
That's awesome. And it's yeah. cute that you are saying it's an eight hour day because I know <laughs> you better than that. And I know how much time that you spend, not just at the hospital, but in the community. And I think that's, that's awesome. I think one of the things that um, I've seen as, as I've gotten to know you on the executive committee at the Greater North Fulton Chamber is that, you know, you have a tenacious dedication to getting whatever you say you're going to get done, done. And I think that's, that's one of the things that I admire about you from a perspective of leadership. So I think that's awesome. The new cath lab is beautiful, by mm-hmm. the way. It was a great opportunity opportunity to to open that. And Stacy, um, I don't know if you know this, but your husband mm-hmm. is one of the recommenders when when you were um, actually announced or when you applied for the award. So I know you didn't apply for it, but I happened to be in a leadership program with your husband. And it was great talking to him just about, you know, he, he by the way, thinks you're the most impressive woman <laughs> in the world, which is, is great. Um, but he talks so much about what you've done at Troy University as far as setting sort of a, a new standard for the campus itself. Um, and so can you maybe talk a little bit about the relocation here in North Fulton? But also, it's totally unique, right? It is the Absolutely. first of its kind. Absolutely. So as I mentioned earlier, we've been in Atlanta since the early 90s. And a lot of a lot of times our students sometimes just stumble across us. And um, we have we we've been kind of dubbed Atlanta's best kept secret and we we didn't want to have that anymore we wanted uh we wanted to be known and uh for for students to receive uh the quality education uh that that all of our students receive um and for them to to know about us and so uh what better place to do that than the economic powerhouse that is North Fulton and we wanted to um to really showcase what Troy University has to offer we're a global institution so we have locations in Vietnam, China, Malaysia. Um, so we're, we're international in scope. And then our presence um, in the United States is is uh, really centered kind of around the southeast. We go all the way up from uh, to Virginia and then um, across to Texas and all points in between there. So the location that, you know, moving it, we, we needed to decide strategically how we wanted to do that. And we, we uh, decided on the Alpharetta area because of the economic powerhouse and because there's a lot of satellite locations for other colleges and universities that are around um, the Alpharetta area, which uh, fits in perfectly with our, with our student market. Um, most of those students at other areas are, are adult learners. Um, so they, they have a full-time uh, a job and they need something that's flexible and convenient for their work life um, schedule. And so that's that's one of the reasons we chose Alpharetta. Um, our location is unique in that we don't have anything like it outside of the state of Alabama. Uh, it is a cafe style um, office and we really wanted that because we wanted to encourage that rich you know, networking, creative thinking, um, a place for our students to feel, um, you know, just excited to learn and to make that next step. We wanted them to walk into the the office and uh, and envision where they could be, you know, a couple of years from now once once they obtain that degree. And so, uh, so that's kind of where the idea came from. And and one thing that is so awesome is that whenever a student walks in for the first time, they usually take a deep breath. And they look around and they say, this place is so neat. And and we love that. That's exactly what we wanted. We wanted a welcoming environment for our students that didn't, um, you know, gone or that education is changing. And we needed to change with it and, uh, and embrace it. So um, 
that's, you know, gone are the days of kind of the stuffy classroom setting where you're sitting at a desk and, and uh, you know, reading material or listening to a lecture. Now we can have a professor that is clear across the country lecturing to our students and having an interaction with our students here in Atlanta. And that's just exciting. It's exciting the opportunities that are at their, their fingertips. And really what you did was you provided a collaborative environment where the students can come in and your faculty can come in and, and really work together. And so um, I, I may have heard that this is a model that potentially Troy is going to use in other areas. Is that right? And it's something you created. Yeah, we certainly hope that that is what they do um, because it is something and, 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 and it's brought. It's really funny. Uh, Troy is such a large it's a large institu- institution. And so we have we have four Alabama campuses. So you think we have faculty, staff, leaders leadership all around the, the United States. And so um, it's funny, we've had many, many visitors that we've never had before. Uh, you know, we've, like I said, been in Atlanta since the early 90s. And, um, and you know, not everybody can make the trek to Atlanta, depending on where they are geographically in the U.S. And so uh, we've had a lot of, of just walk-ins that are our own people that have said, we've heard about this. And we're wanting to, you know, uh, you know, mimic this and and um, and we're excited. It's it's a compliment, of course, to to us and and to our team that have really pulled it off. So, well, speaking of compliments, uh, both of you received numerous compliments from your teams and your employees, and I think that that's one of the things that's so amazing about um, being able to award folks in in this capacity is that um, you know it gives really the folks that work with them an opportunity to to thank them in a different kind of way. Um, and so I want to ask you both this uh, about, you know, women in your organization. How do you, as, as leaders, both of you in your organizations, encourage and empower other women in your organization, whether it be mentoring or training or opportunities to volunteer with them or promote them? Tell me a little bit about that. Lindsay, we'll start with you. Well, I think it's important um, as a leader to be asking your team members every, every day what they want to do and how they want to grow. And, and, and if one of my team members, whether that be male or female, were to say to me, I want to be a chief operating officer of a hospital one day, it's my job to help them get there, to, to help give them the encouragement to do that. And um, over, over the years, I was trying to think through all the, all the different promotions that I've had with my directors, but I, I always encourage promoting from within um, because I think that that just is, is the right thing to do. And uh, both uh, my, my last promotion, it was actually the last thing before I did, uh, before I left for maternity leave, I, I promoted uh, my facilities uh, assistant director to director. And I think um, by giving the, them the encouragement um, to promote, um, but holding them accountable to what needs to be done, uh, I think you can um, be a great mentor and, and a great encourager. Uh, I ask all of my team members every day, what do you, what do you want to do? How can I support you better? And how can I get you to your goals? And, um, and I think that that's really important not to forget to do that. Um, because if they're not growing, your organization isn't growing. Well, and all of us have different paths, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's, there's no one set way to do what all of us have done in our own careers. And so, you know, we need to, to recognize that everybody's coming at it maybe from a different angle and, mm-hmm. and that not everybody does want to be COO. Mm-hmm. You know, I think, I think that's important to note too. Some people really don't and that's great, mm-hmm. but you can still help them be better at whatever it is that they want to do. So I think that's great. And obviously you're a great encourager of your people as well. Um, how about you, Stacy? Yeah. I mean, what, what Lindsay said, just 
to add to it, um, you know, having having that open door policy of just allowing team members to come in at any time and to and, and just to listen. I think that's one thing that um, a, a leader really needs to do is to listen to what uh, what their goals are, whether they're short term goals or their long term goals. Um, just like Lindsay was saying, how, how do we get you there? And, and it is our responsibility um, as as leaders of a team to help those team members um, uh, get to where they're wanting to go. And so um, how do we do that? You know, we, we hone in on their strengths, you know, everybody that makes up the team has different strengths. That's the reason that, uh, that we're successful as a collective team. And so how do we hone in on their strengths and then identify their weaknesses and ways that they can professionally develop them to, to, uh, to turn those weaknesses possibly into strengths one day. So um, I think having that open door policy and, and encouraging um, those women, I actually work in an office of, of only women. And so, um, and so it's, you know, the dynamics are interesting. And, and whenever I'm uh, just because my immediate office is only women, I still um, work with, with men um, within the Troy or, you know, within Troy's organization, but, uh, but it is, it's a different dynamic and, um, and there's different ways to, uh, to encourage them to, to really better themselves for the future. You know, I think it's interesting. I, I'll, I'll draw the comparison, although I, not to, to suggest that being a mom and being a, a boss of people is the same thing. It is not. Um, but it's interesting. All three of us in the room are, are moms and we've got a one month old sitting in the studio with us, which is amazing um, for all of us. But um, I've always felt like as a mother, it's my job to launch my children, right? You give them the foundation that allows them to be what they are designed to be or what they, they want to do. And in some respects, I've always felt the same way about the team that works with me in that if, if they want my job, then my job is to make sure they get it. Perhaps not exactly my job, but there are other jobs like it. And so, you know, it's being able to not be afraid to watch them walk out the door, um, and to actually thrive on that and to feel like you've given them everything that you can. And then when they're successful, it really makes you proud. Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's a bad analogy, perhaps, but, but I think in some respect, we all do that. So have you all had people that have gone through and, and have moved on that you feel like, you know, you've, you've helped raise to the level that they are at this point? I have not had any that have left the hospital yet, which is great because uh, that means we have good retention with my That's right. Exactly. But I have had um, several. Uh, I have, uh, you know, just off the top of my head, my lab director, um, who I promoted maybe four years ago, was a weekend option lab tech um, that we have now. And, and I recently gave her additional responsibilities a couple of months ago. And so I've seen them grow. And, and really, that's a lot of fun. The The same way with my rehab director, um, who is um, someone who she and I have constant conversations about her growth and um, watching her grow. Um, I and, and, and each one of them I'm extremely proud of. Um, but I haven't had any launch into another hospital yet. I may have, but I can't think of any well, off the top of my head. But I've watched Several of them go from supervisor to manager, manager to director um, over the years, both male and female. Um, but but those female leaders are the ones that I'm thinking of off the top of my head that I've really watched over the years grow. And it's the, the confidence they gain, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, that's part of it is watching them gain the confidence. How about you, Stacey? I, I, I'm with Lindsay. I haven't had anyone um, to leave me yet, and I, I'm proud of that because of the retention of it. Yeah. Uh, we have an awesome, awesome team. I will say, though, internally – 
a lot of my team members have been recognized uh, and asked to serve on committees or lead committees because of the way that they uh, carry themselves at work or, or their um, uh, their strengths or um, just just their expertise within the specific area that we're you know needing the committee formed on, and so um, that that truly is is uh, a compliment a compliment to the team um, and to that individual to be asked to do something like that. And then you know I'm I'm in education, so I do have a team member right now that's uh, obtaining her terminal degree, which is awesome. And then I just uh, had a team member that. Um, has has not received a four year education that is now enrolling in Troy to further her education, which is which is great. Those types of things will lead to, to many other opportunities in the future. So, and those are excellent examples. You yes. both work for large institutions, so there's a lot of opportunity within that. So it's it's a very similar similar statement. I think that's wonderful. And Stacy, I thought you said something interesting. I think it's um, Lindsay mentioned asking the question, right? Asking the right questions, and, and you mentioned opening, having an open door. But it's listening, right? So Stacy, you mentioned listening, and I think at the end of the day, it's it's the taking the time mm-hmm. to listen and process and be Absolutely. present for them when they need that. So, and I know that, that you certainly both do that. All right. So life lessons along the way, um, all of us have, have obviously been, been working and, and have been promoted. So what are some of the life lessons that you would share that you've learned along your, your, your route for other potential rising stars in the community who might be listening? You know, it's funny. I have a, an 18 year old step daughter. And I always say, uh, I look at my husband, I always say the, the, the more things change, the more they stay the same. And I would say one of the things that I notice, not just in teenagers, but also in women and in myself is, uh, this, this hardcore press for timelines and deadlines. And I, and it, that's what makes a chief operating officer successful. What's my agenda? What's my timeline and my, my deadline. But I would say over the course of my career, I had some very firm ideas on when things were supposed to get done for me, both personally and professionally. And had I been able to maybe realize that everything could happen in a certain amount of time, it may not be the exact deadline that I put on myself, perhaps I would have caused myself a lot less stress and anguish. And I, and I just, you know, was uh, laughing, looking at my child, thinking how I thought I would, you know, be a mother around my early 30s. And here I am, my early 40s, having my first child. If you would have told me not to worry about that in my 30s, everything would come to fruition in time, then I probably wouldn't have stressed out so much in life. But it, it's funny how I think women have such opportunities now to do things not necessarily in that structure of time that maybe my mother felt or maybe my grandmother felt. or uh, And even my stepdaughter looking at 18, looking ahead saying, oh, I've got to get this done by this time, this done by that time. Well, you know, it's important to set goals for yourself, but recognizing that those those challenges in life that may not come during your timeline or deadline could actually create great opportunities. You know, had I gotten married at 27, like I thought I was going to have my baby at 30, then perhaps my career would not have been as uh, gone on the same track that maybe I had expected it to. And, and so I think that that's important for young career women coming into it that set uh, deadlines and timelines and, and give themselves a, a lot of grief over meeting those, um, that, that all things can be done. Um, they don't necessarily have to be in the structure that maybe you set for yourself when you get out of college or when you finish that master's degree or when you start that first job. 
great advice. Absolutely. Um, I mean, to, to tag off of that, you know, change is the only constant and we have to embrace it and learn to, uh, to navigate through it. And so one, one thing I would tell my 10 year ago self (laughs) would be that sit tight. There's, there's change coming and, and you have to embrace it because if you don't embrace it, then you're going to be sitting on the sidelines. And with that, with that embracing of change allowed me to, to be bold. You know, I would tell women that are um, starting their careers, don't be afraid to be bold. Um, this location, this new location we have in, in Alpharetta is, is bold. It's not, it's nothing that Troy has done before. Um, and so, and it's, and it's, it's, it's modern. Um, you know, Troy has, it's a traditional school. Um, if you go to the Troy campus, there are, uh, you know, back in the antebellum time, the old, you know, buildings, which are great. They're, they're, uh, fruitful in, in, in history and tradition, which is awesome. But uh, our new location, there's uh, exposed ceilings. And, and I had some people come in and say, well, when are you putting the ceiling in? And, you know, things like that. Um, but it's just, it, it's, it's different. And you have to understand that there's going to be some critics possibly. But um, but with the critics, there's also people that will compliment you so much and, and you'll be proud of it. Um after, after going, having, having gone through it. So be bold and embrace the change for sure. I love it. Um, be bold and don't worry about the timeline. Who says there's a timeline, right? Who decided that? When you have kids, there is no time. That's right. Yes. You give all of that up. That's an excellent point. An excellent point. Well, I am going to, uh, have you both, uh, tell us a little bit about how our listeners can find you. So Stacy, if folks are interested more about Troy university, how would they find out more about Troy and, and where are you? Absolutely. So we are just off of old Milton Parkway across from Avalon. Our, our address is 2855 Old Milton Parkway. Um, we are right next to Gwinnett Technical College on that side of the road, um, their North Fulton location. Uh, you can find us on the web at www.troy.edu slash Atlanta. Um, or you can find us on Facebook at Troy University Atlanta Support Center. And uh, we would love for you to stop by. We are open Monday through through Thursday from 8 to 5 and Friday from 8 to 4. Perfect. And Lindsay? So Wellstar, of course, we have uh, the North Fulton campus is one of 11 hospitals throughout Metro Atlanta um, that uh, are part of the Wellstar Health System. You can uh, find anything you want to know about Wellstar on the Wellstar website at wellstar.org. And then on social media, um, on Facebook, Wellstar North Fulton Hospital has um, its own social media. But then also on LinkedIn and Facebook, the Wellstar Health System is uh, on on both of those social media. The hospital is located at 3000 Hospital Boulevard over, over in Roswell, which is right off of Highway 9. That's wonderful. Ladies, I can't thank you enough for being here. And more importantly, I'm uh, here to congratulate you both on your award-winning status. Um, Your teams obviously thought so much of you that they nominated you for it. And the selection committee at the Greater North Fulton Chamber thought the same, or you would not be sitting in these chairs. I uh, would encourage you and hope that you stay incredibly involved, not just in the community, but, you know, selfishly at the chamber, because I feel like, um, you know, we do more together right and and can build that so I look forward to working even more closely with both of you 
I want to thank my guests for joining me today. I also want to thank our listeners for joining us on North Atlanta's BizLink, presented by the Greater North Fulton Chamber. To listen to this show again or to hear any of our previous episodes, please visit businessradiox.com, select the North Fulton Studio, and then click on North Atlanta's BizLink. To find out more about the Greater North Fulton Chamber, just visit gnfcc.com. Until next time, I'm Callie Boatwright, and this has been North Atlanta's BizLink on Business Radio X. 